there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Brett Bergen. As if it isn't challenging enough performing well in a demanding full-time job as you do with the U.S. Navy. In 2015, Brett founded the Wise Man Institute, which shows students how to unleash their hidden talents through extraordinary training programs. How did you get this institute off the ground, Brett, while you had a full-time gig? And what course have you taught to date? So like a lot of other working professionals, people have still have hobbies outside of work, just like in school. And, you know, for me, it's always been about learning optimization. I am a learning optimization junkie. I'm also a Java junkie, by the way. Oh, <laughs> so I just love sharing what I have to say with students. But because I have a full time job, it was definitely more of a marathon than a sprint. And it took about a year to launch that first class. 2014 to 2015 area, working the evenings, working weekends after the job ended, and it was pretty tough. So the first class that I developed back in the day, online learning was just sort of, it wasn't as big of a trend as it was today. So I developed a course that shows students how to learn and remember virtually anything taught in the classroom and really crush their classes more for an in-person environment. But a lot's changed in the last several years. And the online learning trend has really exploded to the point of no return. And now because of the coronavirus pandemic, it's going to be the only option for a lot of students for at least the next one or two semesters. Even after the pandemic's over, many schools and universities have even said they're going to continue offering online classes as a major part of their overall educational strategy. And as we talked about in the very beginning of this, a lot of students studies show that almost all of them that take online classes do substantially worse compared to when learning in person. And as it turns out, teachers are not that great at creating engaging multimedia content and students aren't that great at keeping their own schedule. So for the last several months, I've been preparing to launch a new online training by the end of the summer, maybe early fall called Megamind. And students are going to learn the same powerful learning, memory and productivity optimization techniques that I've been teaching, but with a twist. And you could probably guess what that is. I've tailored them specifically for online classes. And I show students how to overcome all of the major challenges that are entirely unique to the online learning experience. And what I mean by that last part is that taking classes online is a huge test in mental discipline, way more than anyone really realizes. You're socially and physically isolated. You're less stimulated. You're frustrated by teachers who struggle to deliver engaging lessons online. I mean, they are not trained in this stuff. And you're more easily distracted by your home environment. Even just if you set up a, an office space in your room, you kind of associate your room with relaxing, with social media, with sleep, and just that association 
itself could be a little distracting, especially if you have annoying parents who might interrupt you. <laughs> or <day> roommates. <laughs> or roommates. Or wonderful parents like you who are actually uh, serving hot meals to their kid in the middle of class at noon. So well, kudos. <laughs> thank kudos you. To you. So in addition to that, your daily routine, student's daily routine, that was once driven by the need to physically be somewhere by a certain time, which kind of just naturally added structure, tends to break down. And so does health and personal hygiene. And that all leads to just general fatigue and worse academic performance. And a lot of listeners might have already had a taste of this during the COVID-19 lockdowns. So this all has a significant impact on a student's ability to learn and focus, and it does for other students too. And if you thought working on team assignments was a pain before, it is much worse for online classes. So it turns out slackers are even better at pushing their work on you when they don't have to see you in person. Go figure. So I learned all of these lessons the hard way after taking several years of intensive online classes required by my job certification and another few years in a primarily online master's degree at Columbia University. And just like I did as an undergrad, I ultimately figured out that perfect formula to acing online classes and staying sane and healthy in the process. So that's what the training's all about and why it matters to students today. So if your listeners do wanna check it out, the website just went live at getmegamind.com. And that first class, which is launching soon, has limited spots, but you can currently reserve a spot for free and get a copy of the syllabus too. Just keep in mind, most people use Google, but the site is so new that it doesn't even come up in search results yet, and it just launched. So remembering that link, getmegamind.com, is important if students want to register. Fair enough. Could you give us an example, Brett, of something they're going to learn in your course? Just give us the high level, this is the problem, and here's how I help you solve it. Sure. So online teams, for example, that's something I just mentioned that is really tough. Online team assignments are typically a big part of online classes and are a very frustrating part of online classes because your grade is dependent upon how seriously other students are taking this assignment. And that online environment really does make schedules routines, just general discipline breakdown for not just you, but for other students too. So I've kind of cracked that dynamic and understanding Tuckman's five stages of group formation, which is a, a formal theory, forming, storming, norming, all of those, all those things that some listeners may or may not have heard about. And you know, how do you essentially get from that forming phase to that performing phase and that fifth stage is adjourning, which I mentioned too, how to keep in touch with people. But really how you go from forming, storming, norming, and performing as quickly as possible because you want to get to that performance level. And you also want to make sure that people aren't slacking and that they are not putting all of their work on you. There are ways that students can learn and apply to make sure that everyone's engaged, that people aren't bumming their work off on you, and that you're actually going to come out with a great student assignment that you can turn in, get a great grade, don't stress about, and even continue to, to keep those connections outside of the group if you want to. Mm. What about the shitty professor problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> there are going to be some professors who are amazing and able to connect even over Zoom or whatever platform they're using. But it's really hard, even for those professors who were crushing it in the classroom, to bring it virtually. What is a 
bit of advice that you have for our young listeners who are struggling with sucky professors? So that that is in the first lesson of this new course, Megamind, which is how can you kind of set yourself up for success here? Because the quality of instruction really varies. Like you said, professors who are used to teaching in person and they vary from good to great or they're just okay and students can do just fine and and compensate even if they're not that great. When those same professors move online, even if they were great teaching in person, it could completely go south. And also teacher to teacher, instructor to instructor, it varies on where they decide to post content on that online learning platform, like Blackboard is a very common platform. And you have a lot of places to post. You can post in the syllabus, you can post in general announcements, there's chats, there's all over the place. And every professor uses it a bit differently. And sometimes they change it up during the semester and they might post a critical message or an email or something that completely changes either the deadline for an assignment or the nature of an assignment And all of that just causes an incredible amount of anxiety for online learning. I can tell you this from experience. It it happened to me for years of these online classes and many students would get it wrong. So one of the things I teach is how to compensate for that and how to always make sure that you are getting the right message, that you know what the, the right deadline is, that you know exactly what you need to do for each assignment and that you don't fall victim to accidental fake news from students who panic and tell you, did you know this was due tonight? Did you know it was due tomorrow? Did you know that this was going to be on the exam? But they only got part of the message. And you can be the one instead saying, hey, actually, it was said here that this is going to be on the exam, but there was just a message put out here that just clarified that it will no longer be. So you can be that voice of reason that calms both yourself down (laughs) and your peers. Could you give us a little hint of how someone can do that? Sure. So it's almost it's almost self-evident how to do it. The first piece is just to be aware of it. So once you're aware of it, it's pretty clear how you can then go about compensating for it. And that's really it. Just making sure that you know that the professor may be posting in multiple places. So the first thing that you do is you want to make sure that all of your settings on your online portal are set to give you an email notification every time the professor posts something. And that is not the default for every element within the course. And then also be sure that you read that syllabus up front and that you understand where the professor identifies as the ultimate source of truth. If they say that the syllabus schedule is going to be the ultimate source of truth and nothing is official until it is updated on the syllabus, that is what you are going to want to hold them accountable to. Because sometimes even the professor makes a mistake. But if you know that they've identified a particular place as a source of truth and then they catch you off guard by accident one day, just hold them accountable to what they said and that problem will go away for you. Fantastic. It sounds like what you're saying, some of what you're going to be teaching is the kinds of questions of clarifying questions to ask up front and how to make sure that your kind of fail safes are there, like the settings for emails and other things like that, that with regards to how your teacher is going to teach, how your professor is going to teach, making sure that you don't get screwed. 
That's absolutely true. That's that's that first lesson I kind of lead in with some of the easier stuff to just get yourself acquainted with how online classes work and what are the things that typically throw students off their game and lead to points lost that really don't have to be. And so some easier content that we talk about first related to that in that first lesson. And then in the next six, the seventh is about the online teams, but in the five in between, there's a lot more out there too. Just how to learn most efficiently and effectively. Everything from setting up the right environment that you you can learn effectively and fully focus within. The importance of setting up a good productive routine every day. Just the importance of having a, a general schedule or at least anchors in your day to give you the semblance of a routine is absolutely critical for staying on task and staying focused. It's so easy to just kind of go by the seat of your pants and just stay in your pajamas all day. And you know, if you're a guy, not shave, or I guess if you're a girl, not shave too, <laughs> and just kind of fall into this bad hygiene trap, not just personal hygiene, but academic hygiene as well. And that can happen very quickly. And like I mentioned, a lot of students probably got a taste of that with the COVID-19 lockdowns. And so I'll also be talking about even just how to, what's the best way to take notes and prepare for these timed online exams, which really is a very different way to take notes and take exams than if you are taking them in class. Just the basic question that people ask all the time, hey, if my instructor is providing these PowerPoints before the class starts, do I really need to take notes? And so that's something that we answer definitively in the class. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.